Welcome to Money MD, where the money doctors are in the house. We're giving out prescriptions for better financial health and making smart decisions with your money. We give common sense solutions to your complex problems. And now, here are the doctors. Well, Matthew, welcome back to Money MD this week. Glad to have you sitting in for John. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's going to be a great show today, you know. Um, but, you know, we got to talk about the uh, about the NCAA tournament, right? That's right. Because um, we're down to the Sweet 16. Sweet 16, final teams Clemson, down. Clemson, needless to say, didn't make it. Know. Ouch. They went out did not. with flames That's in the right. first game. <laughs> so that was a little painful to watch. Yeah. But, hey, there are some good storylines, right? We got Loyola. Is it Loyola, Chicago? That's right. That's uh, like a Cinderella team out of Chicago that's made it to the final 16. And they have a 101-year-old nun mm. who is their chaplain. Mm. So that's a pretty cool story. Yeah, you know? it is. I mean, and they're like, they've like, they say just major upset. I mean, they didn't even, to even make the tournament was amazing. And now they're at the Sweet 16. So, hey, that'll be a great game tomorrow. That's yeah. right. That's so, exactly uh, right. So they're playing tomorrow. And uh, yeah, I, I keep getting these notifications from CBS Sports because I put my bracket in and CBS Sports mm-hmm. on the app on my phone. And I'll get these notifications about, how terrible I'm doing. That's right. And that's interesting because, you know, that's why, you know, these companies can say, oh, we'll give you a lot of money if you complete the bracket. And the reason is the statistics of you doing that is so, so small. It must be horrible because, I mean, I, my statistics look horrible. Right. I'm like 53%. Okay. I think. Top 53? That's nice. So, no, it's like 53. <laughs> oh, I mean, okay. it's like 53% of my games were right. Oh, gotcha. <clears throat> and okay. I'm like, how can that be that bad? I right. mean, it seems like if you just through like you know darts at a at a a bracket board you would do better than i did and i kind of followed the seeds you know Mm. i mainly picked the teams that were the that were the best seed so so many variables in there in each team so many yeah there were a ton of upsets in the first round and that pretty much blew me right there Blew everyone's yeah definitely yeah so anyway it's a lot of fun and speaking of fun i mean we got some great topics you know we're going to start off here talking about a great example to follow when it comes to saving for retirement. Yeah, and I'm sure you've heard this name before. We won't give it away until the article, but it's a big name in football that uh, really has something to teach us about retirement planning, believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great example, even though this is a person that is a professional athlete that made millions, right? (laughs) Um, So it's a little bit of... Little bit of you have to kind of apply it, you know, and scale to us right, normal people, right. but uh, still, it's a great story and a great example. And then, speaking of great, we're going to follow that up with talking about vacations. And Matthew, you may not realize this, but this is one of my favorite topics of all time. Oh, wow. Yeah, about once a year we get on the vacation rant, oh, and I just I love talking about vacations because <laughs> okay. I love vacationing, right. and as most people do, and uh, I usually throw some golf in there, um, but. But, you know, this summer is particularly difficult because of COVID, hmm. right? I mean, to pick a vacation that you're going to take, you know, and not have it disrupted in some way because of, you know, your cruise isn't going to cruise or sure. your, uh, you know, your wherever you're planning to go is going to have some restriction about wearing masks and all this kind of stuff. Um, it's a little trickier this summer. So we're going to talk about how to navigate that in some of the great places you can go without having to worry about the restrictions for COVID. So COVID safe summer vacations, it's going to be a great topic. Um, so hang in there for that. By the way, I'm Steve Marbert. I'm a certified financial planner and I'm a Dave Ramsey Smart Investor Pro with over 25 years experience in providing financial planning and investment advice. 
And I'm Matthew Travis. I'm also a certified financial planner and I'm an advisor here at the firm. Yeah, and we're excited to have you listen to us today on our weekly show or our podcast are up every Friday afternoon. And you can check us out on our website. Um, we have literally hundreds of shows. We've been doing this for like 10 years now. Mm. And so, and then they're, most of those are up right there on our website. You can sort them by topic and you can look through and you can find all our old shows. There's a ton of, of great topics out there that you can listen to and a lot of great resources on our website as well. So do check us out. It's moneymd.net. You can link to us there. You can send us your questions. We'll talk about those right here on the show. So we'd love to hear from you. But uh, Matthew, we're going to start off here with the financial fact of the week. Yeah, and this one's very interesting. We we looked into this, and, and so we saw that debt in 2020 generally increased, and that was largely due to mortgages increasing because of the lower interest rates. But we did see that Americans dropped about $108 billion in credit card debt in 2020, which is which is a lot. Yeah. So they were paying off credit cards. They were paying off credit cards. And, and one thing we saw, one of the reasons possibly could be that they were just, we, we simply spent less because we couldn't spend because of COVID, because of the restrictions that we had to stay at right. home and spend less. Yeah. If they, whatever they didn't spend on their house, because I know people were like spending tons of money on their houses, right. fixing right. up their space. Um, apparently they paid off credit card debts with the rest of it. That's so right. that's a great thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, spending less, Saving more in 2020, I mean, that's a great trend. And, you know, I mean, that's that certainly is a good thing. Hopefully we can keep that up because right. uh, that's that's going in the right direction. Right so direction. maybe those stimulus checks, people are mm. paying off debt with it. Putting that towards good uses, that's right. Yeah, so that's a great fact of the week. And I think that's what happens when things get a little uncertain, you mm. know, in, right. in times of crisis or, or uncertainty. People tend to kind of pull back the reins. They start paying down a little bit more of their debts, and, uh, and that's what we saw last year. So that's Absolutely. good. That's got people hopefully in better position to uh, to to tackle their finances going forward. That's right. And speaking of tackling their finances, <laughs> we have a great example here. That's Don't. right. So Rob Gronkowski, if that name rings a bell, he's, okay, uh, yeah. he's a bigger guy in the NFL. I, I think, uh, yeah, he won. He was in the Super Bowl, the winning team with the Bucks this past year. So big name in, in NFL football, but a uh, really good example of, of what it looks like to save for retirement. So Now, he's like a defensive lineman? Is that no, right? So, yeah, he's um, – so Rob's on uh, – He's uh, he caught some some touchdowns with uh, oh, with, with Tom Brady. So he's oh, on the offense. Okay. That's right. He's, a defense, he's offensive end That's or right. tight end That's or something right. like that. That's okay, right. gotcha. So, yeah, he's got gotcha. some hands for, the, right. for just, the end zone. Just showed my ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's right. But, yeah, so he's got a neat story. So, you know, one thing that we saw in this, this article from Kiplinger is – uh, they were saying, you know, big spenders live for now, uh, but uh, people like Gronk, they, people who are future-oriented, uh, they would rather skip flashy spending in favor of a simple life and an early retirement. Uh, NFL uh, Rob, uh, you know, Gronkowski, he became famous in 2019 for more than his football moves. Uh, he was retiring after nine seasons without ever having touched his NFL salary. He had frugaled his way through his career, living on his endorsement money. This helped him save over $50 million. Oh, wow. Okay, understandably, you know, few of us will ever have the ability to save that amount of money, uh, but we did want to explore what we can learn from his savings principles and how he handled money. Yeah, I would say none of us would be able to save that amount of money. <laughs> Having said that, that is very impressive. I mean, because, yeah, you, see, you hear about the typical, you know, athlete that's, 
just out there, you know, buying Bentleys and, you know, having all the incredible, you know, uh, uh, yachts and, and right. uh, you know, private plane Everything. and all the right. stuff that they do. And, you know, he was smart enough to know that his career is only going to be, what, nine years. Right. I mean, you know, and, right. and that's that's probably pretty good for the NFL, quite frankly. Right. I think the average NFL player is only like four years yeah, now. Yeah, it's not, it's not, not that it's, long. They right. say NFL stands for not for long. <laughs> <That's> right. right? <laughs> so... <laughs> So he was pretty smart, you know. So, so what did he do? I mean, he lived within his means, and he saved for retirement. Mm-hmm. And uh, according to Yahoo Finance, of Americans that are delaying retirement, they're doing that. Like sixty-four percent of them, though, unfortunately, will retire broke. Um, and it's predicted that another nineteen percent will retire with less than a ten thousand wow. dollars for retirement. So, um, you know, it paints a grim picture for retirement if you're not careful. So saving for your golden years, I mean, it's about ensuring that you don't that you that you don't retire without enough um, to to live off of, and so to do that, I mean, you have to live within your means. And for Gronkowski, I mean, his means were were huge, right? I mean, you know, he had a great income, right. um, and so what he did though is he lived off of his endorsement deals, and which you know which he which he had kind of in the pocket. Um, but you know, his, his NFL contract he knew was not guaranteed, Mm. right? He knew that could change anytime and he could get hurt. Um, so he didn't touch that money. He left it alone. Um, he realized that living within his means meant that, you know, he, he wasn't trying to keep up with other athletes or others. Instead, it really meant that he was going to pay attention to what his net income was. And he was going to live off of what he knew was going to be there, you know, and, and right. live a reasonable lifestyle, I think, is the is what he did here. Right. And um, it's a lesson for all of us here is, I mean, we shouldn't prioritize what well, we should prioritize savings before spending. Right. You got to pay yourself first. You got to put money away for the future. Um, and, and when you make money, you got to do that. You know, I mean, he had nine great years to do that. And he recognized this wasn't going to last forever. Right. And and we have to do that as well. We you know there's always a pandemic or something that can happen that can disrupt your income. You know, and or you could get, you know, you could have a health issue. Um, you could be forced to retire early. So when you're making good money, you need to save hard and you need to get ahead. You need to have some contingency plans, and that's what he did. And he really you know he understood where his money was going. Yeah, and and the big part that that Gronkowski, what you know, how he lived is just the motto: keep it simple. Uh, it means he he bought only what he needed to be comfortable and nothing more. Uh, but being simple, Steve, is not a is not appealing to most people. Simplicity directly goes against the flashy, high fashion, materialistic influencers that you talked about. The normal athletes um, that people say you need you need to have these things to be happy. Uh, but life is more, more. Uh, it's about more than just status and symbols and materialism. And keeping up, uh, keeping it simple, pays off when it comes to saving money. For Gronkowski, an example, um, being fashionable means wearing the same pairs of shoes or clothing items until they're worn out. And this is an NFL player who's making millions of dollars, but he's setting this example. Um, so the lesson here is is to not turn against buying necessities but to change your definition of what a necessity is. This is really good. A necessity is something you can't live without. Scrolling through online shopping websites, filling up wish lists, and adding endless items to your cart are all wants that often get confused with needs. This is a slippery slope that really does encourage the accumulation of credit card debt. 
Gronkowski's keep it simple principle is about spending money wisely. Avoiding unnecessary purchases leaves you with money to put into long-term financial goals, uh, which means you can you can retire sooner um, than if you didn't save as much. Yeah, that's great. And so, I mean, <clears throat> the question is, why should we, you know, apply his advice to our finances? I mean, he did make, you know, $54 million. <laughs> <laughs> you right. know? That's a little more than most of us will ever make in our entire lifetime. <laughs> so. Right. You know, but I mean, the principle is there, though, right? I mean, he knew that it wasn't guaranteed, um, <clears throat> you know, so so he changed his values. He shifted his focus on what was important, you know, and that was his financial future. Um, and of course, while most of us will never make, you know, millions of dollars, um, you know, we, 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 we have to recognize that, <clears throat> you know, the principle is there. I mean, we have to live well within our means. Right. And, uh, you know, and we have to have the values that, um, that are, that are right for your future. Um, you know, rather than valuing what money buys and, and what you can do with it today, you know, and having expensive frills, we need to value, um, you know, preparing ourselves for the future and, and being able to, to do the things that we're passionate about right. later on in life. It's good. <clears throat> you know, and so. Um, so to do that, I mean, you really have to know where your money's going, and that's really what he focused on you know, was recording where his money go- went. Um, you know, it keeps you from retiring broke. Um, so, you know, and it's it's called a budget, right? <laughs> I mean, we know what this is. You know, it means you've got to have a budget. you got to have a real record of where your spending goes so you can kind of kind of reveal the loopholes or the, or the holes in your bucket. Right. You know, I mean, everybody has some holes in your bucket where money is going places where you don't know where it's going and it's just leaking and, right. you know, your paycheck, you know, gets eaten up and you're not sure where it goes. And and so, you know, so to, to know where that goes, you got to have a budget and you got to be able to see where it goes. Um, and you also have to calculate how much you should be saving for retirement, how much you're going to need for retirement. Um, and, and to do that, first, you got to calculate your expenses. You got to project how much you're going to need um, with inflation in retirement. And then you got to figure out, you know, how much you're going to have to save to be able to generate that income right. along with Social Security and pension and right. other resources. Um, so one way to do that, they kind of show here in this article is is by calculating, you know, kind of a lump sum that you're going to need with a reasonable withdrawal rate of four to five percent per year to generate that income right. on an annual basis. Um, and then once you get that figured out, um then you can kind of discount that back today to figure out how much you're going to have to save with a rate of return to be able to get that. Right. Um, and so, I mean, that's, that's just called a retirement plan, plain and simple, right? It's just creating a plan for how much you're going to need, how you're going to get there, how much you have to save, and what the withdrawal is going to be to sustain you. Which then gives you freedom for your other parts of your budget that then you can go and spend and do other things and you don't have to worry about retirement. So the, exactly. the retirement plan is not restrictive. It actually gives you freedom in your life to not worry about that. That's exactly right. It takes the pressure off. You right. know, if you have a plan, then you don't have to worry about, you know, going on vacation as I'm getting ready to talk about here in the next the segment stuff, right? and spending money because it's built into your budget. You That's know, right. you don't have to sweat over it. That's part of your plan. It's built in there. Just like these down years, like we had last year, first part of the year, um, you know, that's part of the plan. We know there's going to be down years. Right. Those are built into the plan. So you got to have a plan um, and you, you need to have a budget, though, to figure out where your money goes, um, you know, where those holes are in your bucket that are, are kind of draining your resources. 
Um, and you need to be able to patch those holes um, and, and be able to start saving money, freeing up money, be able to save it so that you can pay yourself first and do like Gronkowski did. And that was, you know, be able to save a substantial part of your income to support your future. Right. Yeah. And a good kind of just to, to wrap up this article, um, you know, some people are frugal by nature. Some people just are savers. You know, they, right. they learn to, they grew up on hand-me-downs and they grew up uh, with, with not a lot of extra wants and, and other people are not so good at it. Uh, so if you're a spender, um, you know, just an encouragement would be to, to shift your mindset from spending today to being able to spend in the future. Uh, it really gives you that freedom to do that, not today, but in the future. So material possessions and products, they do wear out over time, but investments are available for a lifetime. So, you know, through making simple swaps in your daily life for more financially savvy choices, as Steve uh, just mentioned there, uh, you can save money over time without sacrificing the things that are most important to you. Um, so yeah, that's a, it's an interesting, yeah. you know, just story of, of Gronkowski and kind of, you know, the example he, it's a he great gives. example of just doing something radical, you know, saving like 50% or in his case, it might've been 75% sure. of his income, but he had way more than he needed. Most of us that doesn't, you know, apply to, but, but you can still get radical and start saving, you know, a very significant portion. I mean, I sat down with a lady this week that was just a remarkable job of just saving a tremendous portion of her income. Mm. And as a result, she's in fantastic shape, you know, right. for retirement. You know, right. she's got another 15 years or something. So, you know, that's that's what you got to do. You got to have right. that vision of where you want to be and, and really get serious and focused like a gazelle. Right. As, as Ramsey says, you know, to uh, to accomplish that that goal. That's so right. uh, anyway, that's a great, great example. All right. And that leads us up here to our next item. And that is the question of the week. Yeah, see, this is a really good question and, and one that, you know, doesn't have necessarily one clean cut answer, but we're going to try to explore it. And the question okay. is, should I get solar panels on my house to try and reduce my electric bill? Mm, yeah. Yeah, that one's a little tricky, you know, because um, there are a lot of factors involved in that. Um, you know, one of them is, I mean, you're if you're going to put them on your roof, your roof needs to be pretty new. Right. You know, I mean, you don't want to put solar panels on a 20 year old roof. Right. I thought about that with this building, you know, because this building would be kind of perfect for solar panels mm. in, in the sense that we use all our electricity in the middle of the day. Right. Um, but it's a 20-something-year-old roof, so I got to do that, replace that first, you know, even before you consider it. But then there's also the question of when do you use your electricity, you know, because solar panels generate they generate tremendous electricity. It's, it's a great thing, but if you, if you use all your electricity at night— if you work both work during the day and your house is pretty much just dark during the right. middle of the day, then it may not do you much good until the weekends. So you got to be kind of honest with yourself about when to use your electricity. Is it really going to benefit you? Those calculators that you see, and I've been on a bunch of them to look at them and see if it's if it's economical. They're they're kind of simple, and they're just assuming that you're using, you know, all the power it generates. You know, right. the solar panels generate. Right. Well, that may not be true. Right, exactly. Um, Another interesting, you know, just consideration, and, and, you know, this is a a personal part of the situation, but, you know, do you have to go into a a large amount of debt to get these solar panels? Oh, for sure. Um, I wouldn't. I mean, if you have a mortgage, if you have, you know, kids, if you have other expenses, then if you have a $40,000 solar panel bill, uh, with a monthly payment, that is something that that we would not recommend. This this is something yeah. that you would want to not be a burden, but a blessing. Yeah, I think you you definitely don't want to 
finance solar panels. Right. I, I'm not a fan of that. You know, I know there's some programs out there where you kind of you're kind of renting them, so to speak, um, rent to own kind of thing, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I mean, in general, I think you need to be able to buy them, you know, for it to be real economical. Um, and then you need to do a cost return, you know, comparison. You need to figure out, you know, what is your 10-year return on that investment? Um, are you going to save money compared to, you know, just paying your electric bill over the next 10 years? Um, if you can't pay, if you can't make back the, uh, the, uh, the, the initial investment in about 10 years, mm. I would say that's not a very good, not very good. You know, 10 years is kind of a threshold for me. You know, you need to make back all your money in 10 years. You need to be free and clear after that. You know, hopefully the panels last for 20. Right. Um, But there needs to be a decent return on investment there. So a lot of things to think about there. So Definitely. Good question, though. Yeah, if you're looking at doing that, you know, give us a call with your numbers. We'd, We'd be glad to help you figure out whether that's economical or not for you. So, all right, and that leads up here to our... Next topic, and that is COVID-safe summer vacations. <laughs> yeah, Matthew, I mean, this is one of my favorite topics. I love talking about vacations. And this summer, though, it's getting a little tricky, you know? Mm. I mean, even with the vaccinations here in the U.S. and the infections being down, I mean, COVID's still a major concern when it comes to travel in this summer, particularly when it comes to international-type travel. I mean, there, there are simply a lot of restrictions that are still in place, you know? It's questionable as to what might be open when you venture outside the U.S. Right. Um, and it seems safe to say, I mean, this is probably a great year to stay in the States, at least, right. you know, here in the U.S. Um, when it comes to travel and vacations um, and maybe keep it a little simple and lower the cost, right? Save a little money in the process. Um, fortunately, airfare, you know, is is still is more available now than it was, and it seems to be reasonably priced. I've looked at some tickets recently Seems like you can get reasonable tickets, um, maybe a little more expensive than it was. But mm-hmm. um, but so here, what we're going to do is we're going to go through a list of places that would be good place to travel this summer here in the U.S. as we're coming out of COVID. Um, and the good news is that we have some of the most diverse, interesting locations in the world right here in the U.S. Yeah, we have great. some great places to visit that are on my bucket list still. Mm-hmm. Um and while this probably isn't the year to visit the big cities, you know, as a lot of those are still recovering and cleaning up from from everything that went on with COVID, um, we certainly, you know, this would be a good year for knocking out some of your your home base bucket list items for travel without worrying about if your cruise is going to sail or, you know, if your favorite attraction is going to be open or if you're going to have to wear a mask, you know, in the hot sun all day, right, you know, when you're right. at Disney World, right? <laughs> um, you know, so so here is your list of where you can go this summer without worrying about the effects of COVID. That's right. So when it comes to parks, uh, one of the one of the bigger uh, physical attractions, the Grand Canyon, has to be first on your list. Uh, with some of the most inspiring views America has to offer, the Colorado River uh, weaves its way through the 277-mile-long canyon, making it a top destination for whitewater rafting. The Arizona Park is also a great spot to hike, offering scenic and well-developed trails like the Bright Angel and the North uh, Khabib Trails. Uh, Regardless of how you choose to spend your time in the Grand Canyon, you're sure to feel very small against its towering rock formations and expansive vistas. I actually heard John Piper say, you don't go to the Grand Canyon to feel big. 
No, uh, you, you go sure. there and, and you feel very small just because of how massive it's incredible, uh, this, yeah. this canyon is. But So if you haven't traveled to the Grand Canyon recently, uh, this may be your year. And one of the best parks, uh, it's, it's as a national park, it's virtually free. At just thirty dollars per vehicle, which is which is nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's incredibly cheap, and uh, you know, there's there's a very reasonable cost lodging right outside the park. We I've been there a couple times with Josh, and nice. we've hiked it, and it's, you know, it's a great place to go. I love the Grand Canyon. That's great. I love all the national parks, and you know, we're very lucky here in the U.S. that we have fantastic it's parks. Great, great you know, parks. and. Right. Uh, so I think uh, it'd be a great year to go to the parks if you haven't been there. Mm. You know, and another park that that is is fantastic is called Yosemite. You know, a national park in California, um, and that's you know, and it's again, it's all about reconnecting with nature. Um, you know, you spend your uh, your your visit, you know, checking out the famous landmarks like the Half Dome, the Glacier Point, or hiking the Cathedral Lakes, um, the Mist Trail. Other popular paths that are there, they're easy hikes for the most part, I believe, some of those are. Um, you also want to save some time for admiring Yosemite's kind of numerous waterfalls. Um, they have towering Yosemite Falls. They're the sure, biggest ones there. Yeah, it's just been an incredible year to go see that. And, um, you know, and that's one of the tallest waterfalls in the world, oh, in wow. fact. Um so, you know, if you're not one for camping, then you can opt for a day trip from San Francisco or Sacramento um, or Lake Tahoe to to there. But um, but Yosemite, yeah, it's a great park. I was there like 30 years ago. Oh, wow. So okay. It's been a long time. That was a really good park. Um, but, you know, another one that, that I would love to go back to is, the, is Yellowstone. Oh, wow. I mean, talk about a great park. I mean, it provides, you know, just incredible great trails it's pretty flat so it's easy hiking mm-hmm. um but they have steaming geysers bubbling up hot springs you know um of course there's old faithful sure, you know right. goes off every 90 minutes i think you know oh on the button and uh you know it's just 900 miles of oh of gosh. trails there in in uh yellowstone i mean plus i mean for animals my goodness i mean they have so much wildlife there um, I think there's probably more wildlife at Yellowstone than there is in any, any national park. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're you're sure to see bison. Bison are everywhere there. They're huge. Wow. I mean, they're just big the animals. size of a car. Oh you know, just it just I never imagined how big they are. Um, and then you just have, I mean, you're, there's lots of ways to go through. You could take tours through. Um, you can drive through in the summertime. In the wintertime, you can take um these uh, snow coaches and things that go through. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's, it's just an incredible place to go. So that would be another one on my list. We sound like travel agents right now. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. We're running out of time. So yeah. we're going we're gonna to hit the last ones here real quick. Yeah, definitely. So another one in Gali, this is just, I mean, just the pictures are beautiful. But Maui, uh, Maui is, is beautiful, you know, with the beaches and the views. Uh, there's a reason this is rated number one uh, destination in the United States by visitors. Uh, you can spend your days admiring scenery as you drive along the road to Han- uh, Hana, fly above the island in a helicopter, or lounge across the black and sand beach, black sandy beach. Uh, if you'd rather cool off, you could go on a snorkeling tour. Just so much to do down in Hawaii. I mean, oh, and, and just the, the views, um, you know, with the water being clear, and, and it's just just incredible. So Maui is definitely a. Uh, up there on the list for sure yeah and if you've never been to hawaii i would say the hawaiian islands i would say maui is probably the one you want to start with and and then you can you know check out the other ones which are fantastic too but 
incredible place to go. Good year to do that since right. it's right here in the U.S. too, of course. And then there, the other things on the list, we'll just, I'll just run through a kind of a list sure. here. Basically, um, Charleston, you know, right here near near us. Um, that's, that's a, a fantastic one. place to go this year. Um, lots to see there. You know, they have the Market Street. You can go down and shop and do all that kind of stuff. Lots of historical stuff to see there. Do a horse-drawn carriage through. Mm. I mean, you got Lake Tahoe, you know, out west. Um it go northeast, Bar Harbor. I think it's a great. That's a great park. Arcadia, Acadia National Park is there, but it's also just a, a great, uh, uh, just incredible drive up Maine. You know, up the coast oh, there wow. to Bar Harbor. Um, you know, it's it's just it's just beautiful, and it's not nearly. There's not big cities or anything like you know. I always thought the Northeast would right. be up there, so that's beautiful. Jackson Hole. There's a lot of other Western towns there. Um, Tellerud, um, Aspen, Colorado, um, just beautiful, you know, towns. And then there's, you know, out west, the Big Sur, California, you know, has the Redwoods and has the US-1 drive down the coast there. Um, that's just amazing, you know, south of Carmel. And uh, and then if you like fishing and you like, you know, the the, the hotter weather, I mean, Key West mm, is a great right. place to go or, or the Florida Keys. You know, if you've never seen that, this would be a great year to go see that. Um, to me, that's more about water sports there, and fishing is, is a big thing there. Um, and it gets really hot there in the midsummer, so you probably want to do that spring, fall, you know, right. um, late, late, <clears throat> early summer maybe. Um, but that's another good one. And I've talked to somebody recently that's going there. So, oh, wow. yeah, that's uh, lots to see here in the U.S., and no need to go try to – do the cruise i mean we just we had a cruise booked and we just rescheduled it because it's just too complicated and you can just tell it's not going to go you know (laughs) not likely to to to, to go right so uh so that's for the vacation in this summer and we're going to finish here with the prescription of the week that's right and this one's very interesting uh talking about traveling if you're interested in going on a vacation and and not paying for your room or if you have pets and you're not interested in paying for a pet sitter, uh, check out, it's called trustedhousesitters.com. You can watch a pet for free, um, or you can have someone watch your pet for free, and and it's kind of a mutual benefit for for each party involved. Yeah, that's really cool, you know? I mean, it's, um, and if you're one of the sitters, I mean, if you want to go, you know, keep somebody's pet, or if you have pets, I guess it can work either way, but... It's pretty cheap, one hundred and twenty nine dollars a year to 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 premium memberships, like two fifty nine a year. Mm, okay, and there's one in between, <clears throat> and uh, apparently you can do video calls back with the pet. Um, <clears throat> and so uh, you get to pick your sitter. Um, but if you want a free lodging, yeah, you can be the sitter. Right, you can exactly. just go to these places, <laughs> be the sitter, free and uh, yeah, I don't know how long you have to actually stay in the house with right. the pet. You right. know, I mean, I guess like any pet owner, you'd want to. You know, you'd want to not leave it more than a few hours at a time. Right. You know, right. but uh, still, that'd be pretty cool and free room. That's right. Too. That's so, right. Uh, yeah, if you so, like if you like animals, that that's a great way to check, check that out. Save some money. That's right. All right, all right. Well, that brings us to a close for this week's edition of Money MD. Tune in next week to hear more prescriptions for your financial health. Do check us out on our website moneymd.net, and uh, you can link to us there. Uh, send us your questions. We'd love to hear from you. Or you can give us a call at Richard Young Associates at 706-739-0725. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of the week. Take care. This program contains general information only and should not be taken as specific investment, tax, or legal advice.
This broadcast is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. SmartVistor Pro is not connected to investment returns. Further information is available by contacting Richard Young Associates, a registered investment advisor. 